up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. My name's Derek. We are a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We'll look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I want to bring in my sister Kate. Kate, how are you doing this evening? Oh, Derek, I wish we were doing this together, but you know, I'm doing yeah. all right. How are you? I'm tired, but that's to be expected <laughs> after a week at the parks. So. That's fair. That's fair. And this week, we've also got Sam. Sam, how's it going? Great. How are you guys doing? Doing okay. Doing very, very well. Awesome. I'm excited and for tonight's show. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And we've got Steve with us. Yeah, guys, if you're with us, let us know you're watching. So, and please like, subscribe, share, get this out to people so they can also, you know, come join us for Talking Turning Red. Tune Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Yes. But as we usually do, it is time for Kate and the Disney Plus News. Kate, what we got this week? It's time for the Disney Plus News. So, first up, Daredevil will be getting a reboot on Disney Plus soon. This comes as all of the Marvel shows from Netflix have now found their way over to Disney Plus. If you haven't watched Daredevil, it is probably one of my favorite in the Marvel um, TV universe. Very, very Never good. Never seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's excellent. But what I'm wondering, Kate, is have you heard or did you read anything that says whether or not it's going to be a continuation of Daredevil or are they going to like reboot? From what I saw, it's a reboot. From what I saw, it's a reboot. Huh. That makes me sad because it's a great show. Potentially with the same actors, but take it a little bit different direction. It was listed as a reboot. So who knows? I don't like that. And says, really? I mean, okay. I, anyway. I kind of hope they reboot it by continuing the story and kind of wrapping yeah. it into the MCU. But I right. guess we'll we'll have to wait and see. Well, and it'll be interesting because the original one is um, Kingpin is the villain. Spoiler alert. Kingpin is the villain and Kingpin has been coming back through. Was it Hawkeye that Kingpin? Yep. So yep, that's right. It'll be interesting to see how that all pans yeah. out. And Ryan um, says it better have Charlie Cox in it. Agreed. I'm with so. you, Ryan. We, I love Charlie Cox. He's wonderful. Um, second up, as another entry in the Y series, The Black Hole is reportedly getting a series on Disney+. Plus. <sighs> yeah. <Nice>. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. The new documentary, Mickey, The Story of a Mouse, is coming to Disney+. Plus. The film premiered at the South by Southwest Festival and follows the development over the years of Mickey. That could be really interesting. That could be yes, good. I've, I I've wonder. seen reviews that it's both good and the whole documercial that uh, Disney likes to do. Well, but, what, so was it made and produced by Disney then? It yes, must have been. Okay. Yes, it was made okay. and produced by Disney. Okay, well... We'll see. We'll, I'm sure yeah. we'll watch it in some way. They, apparently, then, they talk like I would say they talk for like five minutes about the not so good Disney Mickey Mouse stuff 
if that. <laughs> but then the rest is all good stuff. Okay, that's all fair. Right. And last but not least, the Disney Plus original series Sketchbook will premiere on April 27th. It will give an insider's look to an animation process and teach viewers how to draw some of Disney's most beloved characters. Back to you, Karen. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, that one could be fun. Uh, And uh, Dan says the the Mickey documentary sounds good. And Steve says he read an article about it. Sounded interesting. Yeah, totally agree. I think... It could be really interesting. It could be really commercially. I'm not. Yeah. And I'm yeah. the fact that they put it at South by Southwest and not just out lets me think that it could potentially actually go in depth a little bit. So gotcha. to me, the sketchbook um, series sounds like a better docu series. Just from the descriptions, I would say that one sounds like it might be a more interesting one. And I love learning to draw Mickey Mouse and other characters. They do these these animation classes on the cruise. And yep. so I am constantly going to them and learning how to draw different, you know, different facial expressions of, of the characters. And it's it's always a good time. They do it at Animal Kingdom here at World. So, yeah. And from what I've seen, though, it's going to be like Genie and Young Simba and Olaf. Oh, cool. and, and it's not it's not the Fab Five. It's other gotcha. characters. That'll so, be fun. Cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. This week, we ha- we're a week behind, but we have reviewed Turning Red. And Sam, I'm going to start with you. Is this fuzzy and wonderful or a building-destroying monster? Okay. I have, I want to see your reaction. So pull up everybody <laughs> instead of just me. All right. I have one, two words for town forever. <laughs> okay. Uh, never. <laughs> oh, cry. Oh, cry. I'll never be your, I'll never not be your ride or die. All right. Okay. I am this movie's ride or die. This was so much fun. Such a great journey through puberty that we got taken on. Um, all of the just uh, the mother was hilarious. Um, May was wonderful. Her friends were wonderful. Four Town was obviously the standout in the movie. Like I'm, I'm four. Ta- I'm a Four Townie now, or Four Town. You know, Four Town number one fan. Uh, and I love that there are only, that there are five members of Four Town. By the way, that's the best part. It makes me laugh just saying it to you. Um, but I don't know if you guys watched in the credits, but there was a really fun scene at the very, very end with the dad dancing to Four Town and also just listening to all the Four Town songs and their lyrics. We actually had closed captioning on and it was just even funnier because I could tell everything that they were saying and how ridiculous boy band silly they were so it was just amazing i i i loved turning red i think it's a wonderful wonderful film and you know it's getting criticism because of the whole puberty conversation you know whatever get over it uh boys and girls go through puberty and they're going to hear about it and if you're not teaching to it to them before it actually happens to them then you're doing it to service but i'll i'll get off my soapbox and ask derek what did you think of turning red? Um, I need my mother Gothel clip here. You want me to be the bad guy? Okay, I'm <laughs> the bad guy. Um, aye, aye, aye. It was 
fine. Um, my I, my wife and I watched it, and we had to pause it ten minutes into the movie because our dog needed out or whatever. And her exact words: "You are so not the target audience for this one." <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and I could have told that, you that. And that this is every teenage girl ever. Yes. And yes. I get that. And and awesome. <laughs> Um, I will say I watched the first 15 to 20 minutes initially on the plane down to Disney World and shut it off. I'm glad I turned it back on because it gets better after the first 15 to 20 minutes. It does. Um, my biggest criticism is there's nothing new here. How many stereotypes could they go through of teenage girls um mothers um and i mean the grandmothers everything there is one character that does not fit a stereotype and i would argue is the strongest character in the whole thing the dad is the best parent the dad's the best parent the dad's the best adult he has in his it's a two-minute conversation with may he actually mentions how he kind of misses his wife's panda he liked her better when she was a little panda y he liked, he likes May. He says, he's the one that tells May, look, if you like yourself like this, don't, don't change, be yourself. The dad is getting overlooked in this. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a dad and he's about the only strong male character. It's just, he's to me, he's the only one that doesn't fit the stere- any stereotype. Everyone else is complete stereotype or cliche or Along those lines. I mean, this is brave with a panda. Mm, no. It is. Yes. It's a mother and a daughter after repair relationship. There's shape shifting and they and they come to understand each other better at the end. Yes, but Th- no, that's, the yes. that's the Thank theme. That's the theme. But that's not the <laughs> that's not the the movie. The theme okay. is about growing up and accepting yourself and um and and you know letting your freak flag fly a little bit. I I there are there are some parallels in the theme. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there are some parallels in the themes and lessons, but it's not the same movie at all. And and the the characters they're not stereotypes. This is a real struggle that mothers and daughters go through when, when daughters are becoming a teen teenagers. And it's much, the relationship with the father is typically much easier at that time period in, in, in life. And so I'm not saying in every case, but many cases, that's, that's the way that puberty happens for, for girls. Sorry, Kate, it's, it's your turn and I'm taking up your, no, you're good. And I understand that. It's just there was nothing surprising in this film. To me. All right. I'm going to jump in here. Yeah, I'm go jump, ahead. I'm going to jump in. Um, so, I wa- <laughs> so I watched this on the plane uh, coming to Oregon, from Oregon. I don't know. Time has no meaning anymore. Um, I liked it. I did like it. I resonated with it because it is every teenage girl thinks that you can pull off some sort of a heist against your parents thinking that your parents are going to have no idea. Um, I don't even remember what mine was, but I can tell you, I probably didn't get away with it. Uh, 
because my mom's not dumb, but, um, you know, people are getting very up in arms about the puberty side of it. That is like a 30 second, like, it's not even, it's not even it's not, like, it's not the focus. No, it's it. And, you know, I'm glad they acknowledged it because sorry, my cat's trying to steal the focus. Um, because that is something that you go through, but like, I I liked it. I'm also glad that they kind of brought um, some expectations that I know a lot of teens and preteens are facing right now, which is that feeling of having to be perfect and having to uh, win over their parents, um, whether that is the truth or not. I know. Um, so I'm glad that that was addressed because as a youth speaker, that is something that I see a lot. And I know that is a stereotype of um, Asian parents that it, whether that is true or not, I, I don't get to speak to that. I am not Asian. Um, but um, so I'm glad that they, they touched on that because that is something that I hear a lot from teenagers is I feel like I have to be perfect. Um, so for them to, to face that, um, I, the, her friends, made me laugh out loud because we all had every one of those friends at some point in our life. Um, I'm pretty sure I was the one that was like totally spastic. who was like, oh, I love everything. And then she just like falls over. I think I was that friend. Was. Just, uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the friends were so fun. Like there was just such, I, I think you're right, Kate. Every girl had, you know, this sort of, array of of friends yeah. had their own little quirks to them and it was they were just totally. adorable i loved and that. like i i can remember one of my friends swore up and down she was gonna marry justin timberlake and me being the gullible self i was like of course you're gonna marry justin timberlake so when they're like jesse loves you i was like oh my god wow they really believe that because like i really believed that so um I thought it was cute. I loved how they brought it full circle with the grandmother and the aunts and uncle, the aunts. Um, I loved that. I loved, um, I just, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So I don't know if I would watch it like over and over and over, but I'm glad I watched it at least once. Yeah. Those, those aunties were awesome. And I mean, just to watch for them and for town is enough comic relief i mean they were amazing <laughs> and i didn't realize that there were five that's so funny i did not pick up on that that is hilarious they mention it don't they They mention it in the movie one time yeah oh i missed that yeah um uh, as dan says red panda's been on repeat at their house it's it's her it's in the encanto rotation anyway <laughs> um yeah ryan i know you're shocked i didn't like this um i didn't say i didn't like it i said it wasn't great and, it, and it, it was it was fine. I will agree with you, ladies. The message is wonderful. I love the message. The message is something more people need to hear. Totally agree with that. I also like that it brought attention to generational things mm-hmm. um, of like the mom is acting this way because she was, oh my gosh, my heart broke in half when May went into the tree and she found her mom just like in tears. Right. Oh my gosh, like... Yeah, because her mom felt like she had to be perfect for her mom exactly. and so on. I, yeah, so I, I love that. Was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie is that they talked about that. They talked about that it isn't your mom just being a helicopter crazy parent. 
this is where she comes from because that is right. so true in life. Okay. Uh, Steve says, teaching sixth grade, visit the land of puberty every day. Some of my girls drawing every day, have to talk to them about the anime references. Steve, I think this is part of my problem on this is I teach freshmen. I teach <laughs> this age. So I deal with this every day and it's not something I want to see in entertainment for me. <laughs> That's fair. Honest, that that is that is probably my biggest problem with it is I this reminded me too much of my job. Mm-hmm. This was work for me. Yeah. Um <laughs> and with the anime stuff, I did read something where yes, this is computer animated, except where they wanted to make it look like anime, like with the eyes. That mm. stuff was actually hand drawn and added on. Oh, cool. So yeah, just a little, little tidbit there. Uh, Ryan says, think people will get mad about anything anymore. It's terrible that it has negative connotation when it's not really the focus. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, and honestly, people, even okay. if it was the focus, like who cares? Every girl goes through puberty. Like, and, the, <laughs> and those are the people that watch the first 20 minutes and shut it off. Right. Yeah. Those yes, are the people that. that watch the first 20 minutes and shut it off. Yeah. Um, uh, Mary says the perfect syndrome is rough. Often as parents, we don't see it's happening until it's in your face. We really enjoyed this film. This was just saying Canto though, wasn't it? It was also mentioned there with Isabella. Oh yes. The perfect syndrome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Even well, and not, not just Isabella, but Louisa too, because yeah. the uh, in surface pressure, the right? Yeah, it, yeah. The expectations that, that people put on you and then that you end up then internalizing and put on yourself and being a different person, having to be a different person with your family than you are by yourself. Or in this case with your friends, I think that's also part of it too, that, you know, because may may Lynn could be herself with her friends, fully herself, even before, even before she was the Panda, she could be fully herself really with her friends, but she couldn't be fully herself with her family. Yeah. Um, and, and Nick says having the bully four town fan of the concert gave me life. One hundred. That was kind of expected. Again, that that's one I of love those that things. Um, I will say one of my the things that made me laugh out loud. Me being a being a baseball fan, I like okay, Sky Dome. How are they going to tie baseball into it? Because that's where the Toronto Blue Jays play. Well, it's when the dad makes the big circle. It's with the say it's when it's within the machine they use to make the lines on the baseball field. Yeah. And at the end when they show the sky dome being repaired, the little blue jay that's there and then flies to the temple, the head looks exactly like the Toronto Blue Jays logo. Yeah, they did some great the it was some great um shots of an animated Toronto. Even the needle, they did a wonderful job, Mm -hmm. I thought, making it really look like Toronto. And they did a really nice job with the um, Canadian slang, if you will. Um, you know, they didn't call, refer to the grade as eighth grade. They referred to it as grade eight, which is how Canadians refer to it. So there were some things that they did that were made it very clear that it was taking place in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say the only shot they missed was mom climbing the, the needle. That's the only shot they missed. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> um, okay. So. We've talked about the movie, and now it's time to get a little bit deeper. And Kate, I'm going to start with you, and I think I know how you're going to answer this, but (laughs) would you hide your panda? This is a hard question, because if you had asked me when I was 13, probably. 
If you ask me now, absolutely not. Because my panda is who I am. That is my story. That is literally my career is telling, showing people my panda, which sounds weird. Anyway, a little perverted, Kate. (laughs) Um, But showing people my story, showing people what makes me uniquely me. Um, But if you had asked me at 13, I didn't want to stand out like that. That was very scary for me because I wasn't secure in who I was. Um, at that point. So now absolutely let your panda fly. Um, but I can understand why that would be feeling misunderstood, feeling, um, feeling like you don't fit in feeling like you don't belong. I can understand why that would cause people to want to hide their panda. That being said, I want like, if everyone showed who they were and embraced their freak flags um then nobody would have a freak flag you know like everybody would be everybody would be unique and it would all be embraced so if i could give advice i would say please please like show who you are show your panda um but uh but yeah what about you sam Gosh, we are simpatico, Kate. I think if you asked 13-year-old me that question, I would have been terrified to show my panda. I think I would have tried to hide it. I don't think I would have been successful. I think I would have had about as much success as Mei Lin had um, and and then eventually probably would have sort of had to have used the panda and embraced the panda by, you know, making that part of your persona and, and sort of allowing people to celebrate it. Right. So I think I I would have been unsuccessful, but I would have tried to hide it. But I agree. If you ask me now, I would say differently. And I hope that today's kids, and I think that today's kids are a little bit more willing than perhaps you and I were Kate to let their freak flag fly. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's, kind of the the hard thing and I the hopeful thing is that kids are a little bit more accepting of of differences now than they were perhaps when we were kids. Derek? Okay, I know the answer I'm supposed to give, but I have a little bit of a counterpoint first. If I couldn't control it, then yeah, I'd probably want to separate. I mean, and as Gina says, what about mama? Mom's panda destroys mm-hmm. one of the most iconic landmarks in Tokyo. But part Toronto. of me also says Toronto. But yeah. <sighs> <laughs> this Sorry. is not San Francisco. This is not Big Hero Six. <laughs> um but part of me also says, how much is that different than her going off on the kid in the convenience store with the panda gone? I mean Ooh, good point. So I want to know what would have happened if the mother or even the grandmother had been forced to learn how to calm herself and embrace it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a I mean, really good all, point, Darren. I mean, it also, it also showed... Thank you. I have those from time to time. That's a really good point. Um, it also showed that she had physically attacked her mother and couldn't come, con- couldn't come even close to controlling it. Now, all that being said, personally... My panda's always been relatively small and very, very, very close to the surface. Um, I also know I never really cared after about fourth or fifth grade what most people thought, especially in high school and beyond. Wow, what was um, that like? Um, 
Lonely. What was that like to not care? Lonely to, lonely to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I bet. I mean, in in middle and high school in a small town, very lonely. Yeah, but, I bet. Wow. Um, I had a couple very close friends, and I keep in contact with one of them because she's upstairs. Um, <laughs> but for those of you don't know, yeah, for those of you who don't know, my wife and I were high school sweethearts mostly. Middle um, school sweethearts. No, no, middle school was rough. Um, Aww. I another time I'll put out a special episode explaining our relationship. But um, <laughs> stay to tuned. Me, to me, it's one of those that. Those who get to know me will either accept my quirks or they won't. And 99% of the time, it doesn't bother me. If I couldn't control it, but it was controlling me, however, I would want to separate from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Which is, I think, where... And I think it was just the mother. I think that's where the mother was. I'm right. also curious... She couldn't control it. Yeah. I'm also curious, though, if they have to wait for a red moon... Which is an eclipse, which they, I will say they did their homework. There was an eclipse on that date in May of 2002. Oh, there cool. was. Cool. Um, but let's say it showed up right after that lunar eclipse. If she had to wait till the next lunar eclipse to be able to separate from her panda, that could be why it grew so much. Mm. But again, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how many of these people separating from the panda really helped. I mean, the grandmother wasn't that chill. So, I mean... No. She was... She um, was... It's a lot. Now, Gina made a really... Wait, no, it wasn't Gina. Uh, Somebody made... Oh, Steve made a really good point. I thought mom's panda was huge because she so deeply hit it. Yeah, that's a good way of thinking about it. When you push something down so much that it... But they also said that the less you let it show, the easier it is to separate. So that tells me oh, almost that's true. that almost tells me that according to at least according to the story, that it was just big to begin with. And if she left yeah. that big of a scar on her mother, um, I also wonder how old mom was when she got her panda, because she said she thought she had more time with May, mm-hmm. and. The dad knew her when she still had her panda. Right. Right. She was so so she was an older, slightly older teenager, is how I I that's how I interpret it. Yeah, I hear that. Um, and as Mary said, Marianne says, uh, agree with uh, if you can't control it, would want to hide it. Um, I make an interesting point. Thank you. I mean, as I said, I can go deep sometimes. Sometimes it's just deep in here, but I can go deep sometimes. Um, By the way, somebody asked about where in the parks this, like, they would use this IP. I was getting there. I was getting there. Okay. All right. Because I want to answer that question because I have some ideas. Um, Nick says, definitely, some definitely conceal. uh, Don't feel really, Nick, really, you're going to go let it go on us. Um, Frozen vibes are trying trying to control her panda. I mean, Elsa's the same thing. Elsa is exactly this. Elsa had a panda that just manifested itself as an ice. Um, and Mary says, the truth is, I am who I am. Was the odd one out, even in areas where I was gifted. Never been able to hide it, but at 13, would have hidden it if I could. Yeah, at thir- 13 is an awkward age. 13, 13, and again, it's different. And it's awkward for people that don't have that big of pandas. But, because let's face it, what eighth grader is smooth and suave and coordinated and together? None. Zero. Um, being in high school, I can tell you there is a big growth between sophomore and junior year. 
That's when the and really big growth between junior and senior, but the huge growth is between sophomore and junior year typically. So, yeah, Nick brings up a good point of where would we see this in the parks? Canada seems unlikely. Nick, I think Canada is very likely. Yeah, I, because I agree. Because they're going to have to do something with that 360 show. Yes, they've redone it, but it's still not that great. Yeah, I totally and, agree. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think it would be perfect in the Canada Pavilion at Disney World at Epcot. I think it could fit in at California Adventure over in mm-hmm. Disneyland. And then it, it, I, I could also see this being a big hit at Tokyo Disney. I can see it at Tokyo with the anime references. I can definitely yeah. see that. Um, uh, I mean, Dan it could says, also go in the studios. Yeah, and Dan says, what about anime. Animal Kingdom? Oh, Animal I guess Kingdom the Panda. To me, Animal Kingdom is the one place I would not put it. Yeah, I wouldn't put it there either. Because it's think, not it's truly not really. animal-based. Yeah. If that makes sense. Didn't yeah. they change um, the ca- Canadian um, movie thing in the round? Martin, is it a beer garden now? No. No. It's ba- in there now? That was just for Food and Wine last year. Oh, it's now okay. a video again. Got it. With... Um, a cup. It's a new film. It doesn't have Martin Short anymore, but it's still not that great. Um, yeah, I, I don't seen even. It since it I don't even think. I don't think they sing the song anymore either. So, um, but I think I can't really see it at Magic. Can't really see it at Magic. Again. I um, would, Sam. I would put it back in the Grizzly Flats area. I put it back somewhere. Yeah, in Disneyland, where it's a little bit. It's a little bit closer to Canada type thing. Where it wouldn't take much to change it into a area. Now the problem you're going to run into is it takes place in the city, right? So that's the only thing about the Canada is it taking place in the city. But if you put it right next to where they are, next to England, yep. So you um, could, could we just pull up Ed standing in solidarity nope, with me? Nope, we can't. <laughs> come, their um, panda is on the moon, Ed. We're right here, friend. Right here. Uh, I'll keep my comment to myself. <laughs> um, uh, Gina says Disneyland's diverse. Could have a meet and greet during Chinese New Year. Yes. Totally. Th- uh, yeah, this could also go... I just think it would be great. I, I, I think there's space for it somewhere there's in California. Space for it, but I don't think you can force it in anywhere. It, it would need its own little bit of dedicated. Plus, you could almost have, if not a, like a concert type setting for it you could almost do a ride on this oh yeah yeah especially you know you've got her you know going through the school going to the you know the concert you've got you know the mom showing up you've got you know the the setting of them you know the woods area mm-hmm. and i mean this could definitely be a dark ride Replace Alice in Wonderland. This could be a dark ride. Oh, in I, love, I actually really like the new Alice in Wonderland. Um, although Ryan says bringing Kanto into the parks before this one, though. Yeah, Ryan, I'd go with yeah. that one. Yeah. That um, will happen at some point. Okay. Wow, Nick, you are showing your age. One and done or turning red two straight to VHS. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, back then it would have been Laserdisc. Um, <laughs> um, I don't. I think this is one and done. I think it's a one trick pony. Personally, um, I can't see a sequel to this necessarily because, yes, it's the whole experiences after she's she's made the decision, mm-hmm. but she's made the decision. The only thing I can see is as she gets older, like a TV series. 
like a big like no. Big Hero Six. Yeah, that's I could see them doing like I could see him like, doing like uh, no, I could see him doing like the Olaf shorts where it's a short instance. The panda. That, they could do that, but I I could see I don't see a okay. sequel, but I do see I could see them trying to turn this into a TV show like they did with Big Hero Six. Okay, or how about this one? They do it where all of a sudden she's now the mom. And and my question is, okay, she didn't lock her panda away. Does it still pass on to a daughter? Or, or a son. What happens if she only has a son? Ooh. And see, that's where I was going. This with a son, to me, would be a totally different movie. Yeah, it would be great. There would be a bunch of guys hanging out. They'd be bonding over different guy stuff and they'd be objectifying. Oh, we'd be the Sandlot. Never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I like I like um, Steve's idea for the parks. Reefer Monsters, the Monsters Inc. Inc. at DCA. Yeah. Um, Mary says she sees a character experience. I agree. That's about all it is for me um, is a character meet and greet. So as we always do, guys, Pixie Dust rating. Pixie Dust Cups out of five. And Kate, we are starting with you. Four. Okay. Am? I got to give Four Town four stars, obviously. Forever. Oh, Derek. Um, Derek. I'll go two and a half. I'll go two and a half. Because again, I love the message. I didn't like the movie. All right. That's fair. So. That's fair. Um. Yeah, I will have similar. That's not um, a low score for Derek, though. So that's and I'm 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 kind of like eh, two and a half from Derek. So that's a that's a decent score. I mean, it really. I mean, yeah. I was about. I mean, I was between a two and a two and a half, and you know, it's a two and a half. It's it's better than some of the stuff I've ranked a two, and it's not as good as some of the stuff I've ranked a three. So that's that's where we're at on this. Um. <laughs> I know I'm giving Kate life um, with my sign. I approve. Uh, Mary gives it a four. Steve gives it a strong three. Gina says it's a three, not the worst, not the best. It's a very niche audience. A niche, sorry. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it it appeals to a prox. Okay, I'm not going to get into that because a guy got raked over the coals for that comment. I actually depressed. think it up. I think it appeals to a much broader. Uh, well, I, well, I do think there is a sort of a target that it probably might like it the most. I, I do think that there is a broader audience that will enjoy the comedy of this movie and the, and the theme of this movie. It's not, um, I don't think it's as niche as, as I think you or Gina think it is, but right. I also don't, but I also agree that there is a, a target audience. Right. I just don't think, I just think that it reaches a bigger audience than that. I target. would say it would reach an even bigger audience if the first 20 minutes was different. Yeah, maybe. If the first 20 minutes was different and you can get past that to the true message. But I, I love that first 20 minutes. I love that I, setup. I, I love that, that part. I couldn't stand yeah. that first 20 minutes because it's the setup of where, oh my gosh, she's a typical teen girl. That's I, I just thought it was fun and 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 yes, it's it that's looks what's maybe turn off some people. Well, it might be cliche to some, but it's like real for a lot of us right. who went through it. So, okay. <laughs> so anyway, so as I said, I knew we weren't going to agree on this one. I knew yeah. <laughs> we weren't going to agree on this one. But yeah, you know what? That's what the platoon is all about, though, Derek, right? We've got to oh, yeah. have different, you know, it's, it, this is why people want to watch us because we have different opinions about the same movie and we each take away something different 
from a movie or a TV show and we each interpret things differently. And that's what's so great about these discussions. Definitely. So next week we have got the new West side story. Okay. I know. I know, but I haven't seen it yet, but I won't be on next week's show because I'm going to be headed to San Diego to get on Chile? DCL. Oh, that's, okay, that's different. Listen, <laughs> I'm I'm a musicals person. Uh, me and- too. Me too, Kate. And so I, there. It's it's about the only new thing we have that enough people are talking about that we haven't. Oh no! Yet. I'm so. glad you watched it, but I don't think I am going to have the response that people think I'm going to have. <laughs> oh, I think I. Oh, I think you are going to have the response. I think you're going to have. Okay. Um. And we'll preview new Moon Knight, the new Marvel series that's coming out starting the actually the next day. Um, that so that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Um, one last comment: Ryan says that what's great is we've started to come far enough in storytelling in movies where we didn't mention the diversity of telling a story about an Asian family. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. So. <laughs> With that, with that being said, guys, please, if you have other suggestions, like, subscribe, share, email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. We are at plusplatoon.com. There's a way to contact us there. We are on all the major, major social networks. And we will see everyone next week. Okay. Good night, everyone. Bye. Good night. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcasts and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.